0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
2: El Escopeta. Kenny Pickett. También va largo. <laughs> también va profundo y también lo tiene. Y se va a no. So Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. In God. Spanish, we are joined by a legend. He spent 11 years in the NFL. He was, let's just call it, a multitasker. Yes, he could run the ball. Yes, he could catch the ball. Oh, and he could throw the ball. And he was nicknamed Slash. Let's give a warm l Huddle welcome to Cordell
3: Stewart. What's up, Cordell? What's going on, guys? I'm doing well. That's a great introduction. I like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we aim to please.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: we do. Great having you on. Um, Thank you. We heard that call of how it sounded. You actually were down in Mexico for a watch party with a lot of mm-hmm. Eceros. Fanaticos, that's how they call it in Spanish. The Steelers fans, they represent oh, everywhere yeah. and they are global. And you were in Mexico. What was that experience like with all those Steelers fans there there, uh, south of the border?
3: Unbelievable, guys, honestly. Uh, the support has been tremendous for many years. I remember dating back uh, to 2000 when we had to go there in Mexico City to play against the Inapolis Colts in the preseason game. Yes. And I think one of the fans actually told me while being there this past past few days ago, uh, there was up to 90,000 people there wow. in the stadium attending the game. And I'm like, 90,000? I know we get 55 to maybe <laughs> mid-60s, but to imagine 90,000 people at a game uh, supporting a team is, is unheard of. But the support system we had there at the arena where we were, uh, I think it was like 3,400 tickets or so sold uh, everyone was in there having fun, and, and it was just great to see still a nation outside of the US, but yet there in Mexico having an outstanding time is the same way we do here. So we're everywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, they did an outstanding job of showing their support and love, and, and we enjoyed it too as well.
1: We actually have a little clip of what it was like at that watch party. Are you kidding? Wow. So good. <laughs> if Waving you showed, the terrible towel. If you showed somebody that clip with no context, they would for sure think those folks traveled to Las Vegas to watch sure. that. Sure. Game in-house. The terrible towels travel. It's very convenient. A very convenient prop. I think that was a genius marketing by the Steelers for sure to have that from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're you're right. Everywhere that Steelers fans go, we've seen them here, right across the street we from Las Vegas. At SoFi Stadium in Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, it's no joke. So we heard a little about that. Uh we we saw a little bit of it there. You got to feel it. I think when you have a franchise as storied as the Steelers, right? And we talk about here, like where are the biggest u.s hispanic and international latino fan bases and the Steelers are right up there amongst the top of that for you somebody who wore that uniform when you talk to fans outside of here what do you learn from their fandom
3: the, the passion is is yeah. everywhere it, it mm-hmm. doesn't just reside in the city of pittsburgh right uh it's everywhere honestly i remember we played in a few other uh, cities, uh, one like San Diego when they used to be in San Diego, the Chargers right. when it used to be in San Diego, mm-hmm. that was a great following. Even if we were to go to Kansas City, that's a great following. Everywhere the Steelers go, when it comes to the Myron, the late Myron Coat, terrible towel, um, it, it is, it is, it is a staple, uh, to who we are and in recognizing who we are. When we come here to Atlanta, which is where I live, my son and I. Uh, when it comes to Mercedes Benz Dome, mm. you see more black and gold inside the dome than you do. Uh, the black and red. So uh, the Steelers, you know, and unfortunately for that camera, that was only a small little eye. Right, you know? right, so right,
2: yeah. right. Yeah. If you
3: could have expanded the the eye, the lens on that camera, I, I don't think you can understand. It, it looked as if you were at a home game. I mean, honestly, right. it was just that many people, and it was it was chaos, controlled chaos. Sure, uh, sure. Of controlled chaos, uh, <laughs> but it was unbelievable support. Unbelievable support. So the Steelers organization and and the players, and including the the retired players that were there, too, as well.
2: So, Cordell, you were down there. You had a chance to experience not just the passion of those fans down there, but also the culture. What did you walk away from that experience that you said, you know what? I'm going to have maybe this cuisine now, or maybe I'm going to listen to this kind of music. What did you take away from that culture that you brought with you back to where you live now in Atlanta? The
3: guacamole.
1: Period. Talk <laughs> about it. Talk about it. Come down. on. It's clear, I mean, it's let's different. go. It hits different. I'm telling there. you, it,
3: mm-hmm. it is the freshest. And I'm not saying what we have here is not good, but there for some it's, reason, it's like it's authentic, like it's yeah. made there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything about, you know, the cuisine to the lifestyle, uh, the, the, the way they live and the way they, they take care of those who are not from there. Uh, it's, it's just the hospitality that you would love to have. If you're going on the road outside yeah. of your comfort zone, uh, to another place where they live a little different. There's a lot of people in one area, uh, but you wouldn't feel it. You know, visually you can see it, but when you see how they move around, everybody moves around just as comfortable, uh, as yeah. if they had two to three acres piece. you know, on, on each piece of property. But, you know, it, it's a great community. People are very humble, uh, very hospitable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food is excellent. Uh, the culture is second to none. Uh, we had a chance to, to visit, I can't get the name, but we had a chance to visit one of the very historical parks that mm. you guys have there, and talked about all the the four hundred kings and emperors that was actually yeah. running the certain area, and it's it's just a lot to take in at one time. Mm. We didn't have enough time to really embrace it to where it could stick to our minds and where we would like to, but just being a part of it and in it uh, is very comforting and very uh, very unique in its own right.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of history to take in. No sure. question there. But as you're sitting amongst the fans in this other country, but you're also watching the X's and O's. I know you are, Quill. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Yeah. And when you watch Coach Tomlin, who has yet to have a losing season, and going into a primetime game in Vegas, right, that's not an easy thing to do. And, and down no. to the wire, he found a way to win. What should Steelers fans be feeling and looking forward to as you go into week four?
3: Well, the beautiful thing about this game is it derives all the way back to the 70s, right? The immaculate reception, right? Mm. When Franco Harris, the late Franco Harris, yeah. ends up picking up off the, allegedly off the turf or in midair <laughs> to score the touchdown and winning that game. You're now having an opportunity to see this game be played uh, on the West Coast out in Vegas where their new home is, the Raiders, that is, but... Uh, that that was a game, honestly, that you just get excited because of the matchup and the rivalry that's been established right. since the 70s about this matchup. But Kenny Pickett did a phenomenal job in this last game of finding the open guys, making plays with his feet. Defense was feast of famine. Uh, they were all over the place. Uh, yeah. Caused Jimmy Garoppolo so much havoc mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, being comfortable in the pocket. Uh, he never had that opportunity. Uh, but he came down to the wire, right? Yeah. Uh, the kind of game that, when watching it, that's what you would like to have the opportunity to see—something that keeps you in your seat, uh, keep you in tuned, uh, but most importantly, hopefully, come out on a good end of the stick. And Coach Tomlin, who's done a phenomenal job over the years, uh, end up coming out on the on the better side of that thing to to bring that victory back home uh, to Pittsburgh.
2: He's always great for a quote too, and so inspirational. And just yeah. to hear him when he's fielding questions yeah. <laughs> is the best. Uh, you'd mentioned what Kenny Pickett did in that game. This offense, though, there's been some dissatisfaction, right? Especially with the OC, Matt Canada. At one point in time, there was booing of him, uh, fair or unfair. And it seems like the offense has a tough time getting going. And then when it finally does get going, where you see Pickens going going nuts, catching the ball and getting tons of yak, what do you what do you think of the evolution of this offense under Matt Canada?
3: I mean, it just takes time. You know, I remember being at Pittsburgh in six years; I had four different coordinators. Oof. That's not fun. Yeah. Okay, um, when starting at the quarterback position. So, Coach, coach Matt Canada, uh, I, I think he's good where he is. Honestly, you just have to give it an opportunity to evolve. Uh, whether it's establishing the run, whether it's the pass, whatever it may be, you've got to give it an opportunity. Uh, to get his feet wet, if you will, with the Kenny Pickett and the rest of the team. Um, Trying to figure out what to do with Najee Harris, whether it's running downhill between the tackles on the perimeter, catching the ball out of the backfield, whatever. you got to give it some time because, you know, Ben's not there anymore. That team of old with James Harrison in the company is not there anymore. So it's going to take patience to allow this thing to happen. Right now, they're ahead of the curve when it comes to wins and losses, which is a good thing. And sometimes ugly wins can teach you, how to coach players right. from a better place than losing the ugly, ugly way. Mm-hmm. And then we hear the boos ramp up even higher. So um, I like the direction they're going in. Uh, players got to play, too. You know, it's not always a play calling all the time. You know, sometimes you have to overcome coaching sometimes, if that's the case, if that's what people are alluding to by booing. And, uh, you know, those guys are going to find their mark as time progress and they get more comfortable because, you know, in that division, you have Joe Burrow, who's just got back. He's okay. healthy. Talk about it. Uh, You see what's going on with Deshaun Watson with the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. And you see with, what is it, Uh, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. So this is not an easy division to be uh, by any means when it comes down to, you know, how do you play? You need to get started off fast, get started off soon and early, so that when it comes down to those divisional games, you can be prepared to go out and fight.
1: Oh, I love that. Patience, growing the next generation. I feel like this all leads me to my next question because I cannot let you go without talking Bring about it. your college Bring team okay. Colorado and asking yeah, you about look at the smile. what's I going on with the Buffaloes yeah, like, yeah. big game this weekend against the USC. I mean what's going on with Prime and with this Colorado team is the biggest story and with good reason in football outside of NFL it's huge and you have talked about your support for the team and I think there are many narratives right different ways you can go with this the thing is it has changed. The culture has changed. Prime has changed it. And people need to either get on board or get out the way. Because what was it you said in your Instagram? We coming. So what are yeah, you we thinking coming. right now? <laughs> yeah, we,
3: we actually, we, we went from coming to now we're here. Um, period. Period. So here's the thing with, with with what's going on in Colorado. One, it's it's a it's a phenomenon, right? It's yeah. it's it's caught in the world of football on every level by storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who played the game at the highest levels on a consistent basis. Yep. To starting off with his little league called Truth, to going to Trinity, to then going to Jackson State and turning that program around and actually all of HBCU when it comes to relevance and mm-hmm. respect uh, from the media, let alone everyone around the country, to now going into my alma mater at the University of Colorado where we were in desperate need of some type of action. Yep. And uh, Prime has come in and gave us given us so far everything but that uh everything else beyond that and then some to where you know you look at merchandising we're second in all of sports and all of college sports behind georgia who won two national championships and we were one in 11 last year Mm -hmm. uh to winning the first three games having a tough battle against oregon uh it was just just straight out butt whipping. let's be transparent uh but one that i think it's, it's it's going to give us the experience that we need to keep us psychologically locked in on what's most important. So it's gonna be very challenging, right? Yeah. Because when you have high hopes and you expect to win every single game, when you get hit like that, the question is how do you respond? Yeah. So now you're gonna be able to see throughout the building, uh, throughout the coaching staff, and even for the most part, the fan base, because we're not concerned about the outside noises like the media and things of that nature. Uh, but those who are in the trenches, we're gonna find out a lot about about a lot about, about them because this upcoming week we have USC. Yeah, it's not going to get any easier. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll be there for sure. Yeah, of course. I'll I'll be there. um, (laughs) It's just one of those things, man, where, you know, it's not so much, you know, how hard you got hit is how you get up from the hit. And I think this team is going to I think they've been battle tested. They get it. If they thought they were great, they got a little, you know, opportunity to taste that type of pie. Right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which, rightfully so. It's an adjustment, right? You know, everything mm-hmm. is about. It's like evident and flows of, of like a roller coaster, right? It goes up, it comes down. But if you can find that happy medium where you can ride smooth throughout the race, uh, knowing the journey is about the process, we're going to be just fine. And, and I'm not concerning because we have the best uh, head coach in all of college football. I love
2: it. I love it too. And you know, Prime's keeping those receipts too. All
1: of that. Yeah. <laughs> <Every> single... <laughs> you <laughs> I think it's just good for the game, good for the next class of players that's coming into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, adversity yes. builds character. Mm-hmm. We know that. Yep. Um, and and yep. it's just fun to watch. If nothing else, yes. what a show. Yes. But it's not just a talk. Um, what's happening over there is very, very real. Um, so we can understand, especially for somebody who's, who's an alum from over there why you're so proud right. and why you're so confident. Right. Thank you so much for coming. Corral, thank you Steelers. so much. We talked Colorado. What a time. Yes. We appreciate you so yeah. much.
2: Thanks for the time, Cordell. Appreciate it. Yes.
3: Take care. <laughs> Take care.